For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Gian Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing very well. Hopefully, you are staying somewhat entertained during this break. I have already made it clear that I have not or would not be watching much of the World Cup, Andy. But today I, I did have to give in to my, uh, I did have to give in to temptation because it was either watch uh, Roma play uh, some team from Japan. I don't know what we want to call them, Japanese. No, no, I have no, I have only respect for Dan Friedkin's business partners. I have mm. the utmost respect, so. You're not going to drag me into any silly okay, stereotypes. Fine. I'm sorry. Fine, You're on your fine. own. Fine. I had a few ready, but that's fine. Um, so instead of watching that, I have to admit, I did watch uh, I did watch my first full uh, World Cup match, uh, World Cup match today, so that breaks a streak of what we're almost a week and a half into the World Cup, give or take. So uh, I held out about as long as I could. I watched uh, the very thrilling Brazil uh, Switzerland match, which you you know sat through eighty minutes of nothing. Uh, <laughs> for of for, course, uh, that's that's the typical Solano luck. <laughs> well, you know, I have to say too, um, I didn't realize, and again, part of this is my total uh, and complete disinterest in this World Cup, which I. I do have to take some sort of a, a victory lap because what was it like two hours into it they uh, they announced that there would not uh, not be any sale of, uh, of of beer at the matches. I think it so, was, I think it was even like no, it was even like two days before when it, they got all the British fans into their hotels and then they probably locked the doors and said no alcohol, <laughs> and so every British man in Qatar died that very moment and then re- was replaced by by fans from india who took their spot right, well right so there, there was no chance they were going to re- reveal that one ahead of time so part of me at least uh, respects the hustle so to speak that they were at least smart enough to wait a little bit before dropping uh, that bomb but uh, yeah, this one this world cup man I, I just i don't know about you have have you been watching much of it it's been so difficult for me to get mm. really invested uh, into it. To be honest, I uh, I've watched only pieces, bits here and there. I on, the only match I watched in its entirety from minute one to the last was uh, last night uh, in uh, Spain, Germany. That one I had to because that's kind of like a, a pretty big sure. caliber match. Uh, so it's uh, it's nice. Also, Luis Enrique, whenever he's on, it's uh, it's nice to see. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I mean, you, you, this World Cup has has had its moments. 
I think there have been a lot of dull stretches. There, there have been really exciting moments. Um, there are some teams that, you know, uh, make it worth, you know, looking like they, they, they let you know, hey, it's happening. You know, you had Japan beating uh, Germany. You had Morocco uh, beating uh, Belgium. So you've had some games where clearly the, the smaller sides... Um, made a big impact in uh, Saudi Arabia with Argentina. There hasn't been really a clear favorite in, uh, mm. in, in, in just, you know, attitude, talent. Yes, Brazil has the personnel to do it. But again, you, you look at this game against Switzerland and no Neymar and so on. And you don't, you, you're getting just a flat performance. Um, Obviously, in the previous games, I had a banger from Richardson, so that's nice. But it's it's it does. I don't know. It it just. I think just the build up to this World Cup was so long and painful, and so yes. much stuff, you know, about it. But also just the way football was affected by it. Just you know, everybody. Basically, you saw all these teams and all these players limping towards this World Cup, and and you get here, and Benzema is injured, and uh, Mane is injured, and just oh, man, it's um, I don't know, it, it it feels it feels off. I I I'm I hope to be wrong, and I hope for the next weeks to be really exciting, uh, but but at some point. Um, I don't know. It just uh, something will never uh, replace club football. I think uh, also, especially this particular tournament, just doesn't even get close. Um, so I think ultimately, this is going to be really. It, it's going to be a tournament of a storyline. There has to be a nice storyline here. There has to be that one team that everybody roots for. Um, I, it seemed like Canada was was going to be the one, and then mm. they just I, it just it was underwhelming. Not because they they didn't try, but just you know it's again a, a team inexperienced on this level, and uh, they get to it and they leave immediately. So it's a it's that's a shame. But there has to be a nice storyline there somewhere. I don't know if it's going to be Japan. We'll have to yet to face uh, Spain. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna be uh, the U.S. I don't know. Um, it's uh, there has to be, you know, that one surprise that then you just go back to it and you remember it. You know, like we all remember the Uruguay squad from I believe 2010. Um, was that, that the was... handball of uh, Luis Suarez, one of the greatest trolls of all time? If... Oh, that was that. But but you know that team. You you think about those personalities, a team that was really going up against some of the best teams of this particular century. You know, with Spain, with Germany, with the uh, with with the Netherlands. Uh, you you think about uh, you know those players, Suarez, Forlan, you, you, Cavani. Uh, it's um. Muslera, man. So Come and, on. and also uh, and also those years, Ghana. You know, you had you have these, you had those moments, and you. I think I hope that we get one of those moments, one of those teams to really rise to the occasion and just take everybody by surprise, and uh, so to make it memorable. Because so far, it really just feels so like <laughs> just a perfectly packaged product. You know, it just, mm. it, 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 it feels a bit drained of life. I don't know if it's at the atmosphere at the stadium. I don't know if it's just the, the, the season, whether we prefer to watch 
this kind of football, you know, closer to the summer, but rather than in, on a gray November day, depending on where you are in the world. But still, it's just <laughs> there is something that is missing. Um, and hopefully we will get it because, hey, man, if it, you know, if if really we have to go for the next couple of weeks uh, choosing between, hey, do we want to watch uh, Roma friendly um, or, or, or uh, you know, uh, a World Cup game? Um, and 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 they have in your eyes more or less the same level of excitement that's going to be a problem i think okay well i do have to come clean so even though today was the first match that i watched in full i did watch and this was i, I will admit i was hate watching and this is one of my character flaws that uh, i am ashamed to admit that i do have but I was hate-watching completely, particularly after I found out Nikola Zalewski wasn't going to start on Saturday between Poland and Saudi Arabia. I hate-watched about 40 minutes of that match because I thought to myself, okay, well, we have Zielinski, Milik. I mean, can I get... It doesn't have to be a torn ACL, but can I get at least a knee sprain? Can I get... Oh, look at you. Oh, Twisted look ankle. At you. Look at this Roma Ultra. Look at I, you. I would never, again, I would never. No. Uh, I, 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 I would never wish injury on anybody, no. but I wouldn't complain if that were to happen. That's probably the, 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 the more appropriate way of me to, to word this because I. Uh-huh. I know as far as uh, the karma goes that that's why yeah that that, that is why Andrew Bogut got hurt within 30 seconds of his 30, Cleveland yeah. Cavaliers <laughs> career that's I think that's the greatest entrance of any player anytime I still remember you were going crazy about I will never forget that as him long joining as, I as a free agent and uh <laughs> literally getting getting his what was it, his ACL torn in like 30, 30 seconds on the on the court it was ridiculous yeah, yes so. and he, he i think he jumped all of 2 centimeters off the ground too which is what made it i think all the more just confounding and i think sad that's like the time. perfect you know the perfect Cavs Cavs player the perfect Cavs player that's mm. um oh, that's him okay well do we have to? How how long have we killed off so far? Ten minutes. Ten, ten minutes. minutes. Okay, so we've gotten ten to minutes. ten minutes. If somebody's still with us, please. Yeah, hang yeah. On. We still have some more of. Welcome good stuff. to all of those of you who stayed through that. <laughs> those ten minutes. That was rough, but in all seriousness, I I still cannot bring myself to discuss transfer market. I'm not going. I will not allow us to go down that path yet. But we can at least talk about. So we we did. In the previous episode, we talked a little bit of uh, and Karsdorp. I guess we can add a little more to that. I wrote something for the um, for the patrons a few days ago, but I, I think I can bring it to the forefront now. I will write about it later for everybody on the website. But after speaking with some people connected with Rick Karsdorp, <clears throat> Um, I was told that one of the things they are looking for, Andy, is a, a a public apology. And I didn't have the heart to say this to them. But if there was ever a manager that you were going to ask for a public apology, Jose Mourinho, in my opinion, is probably the last one that you wouldn't get it from. 
Um, like if I <laughs> had a, a, a it's, list it's of right down there on the bottom of the list, along with Serza Cosmi. That is undoubtedly true. So, a little bit of background: I was uh, chatting with people connected to 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 Karsdorp and asking what the situation is and. It is a tricky sort of situation or episode to navigate simply because, and this is something they have explicitly put out there, was that he is suffering, uh, his mental health has really suffered from this entire thing. And I'm not saying they are uh, exploiting uh, how serious and how correctly serious we now take mental health as opposed to in previous years. But since they did put that out there, Andy, that this whole thing has weighed on him and affected his mental health, I think that adds a bit of, um, not difficulty, but it makes it certainly a bit more of a sensitive situation. And Roma have to be careful with how they navigate it, in my opinion. You can't just, you know, have Jose Mourinho come out there and be brash about it. Can I Uh, I ask, uh, is it, is it, is it, um, is it? Public apology and we stay, or or public a public apology and we still walk. Kind it, of attitude. public apology and I, I think stay or go is like too uh, too definitive. But I will say that it it would be the first step towards amends, which I think, or at least I assume you and I agree that that would be the most advantageous route for Roma, for Karsdorp, Jose Mori, for everybody involved. I, I would say if we were to create a list of potential outcomes, that would be the most ideal, unless you disagree, but I'm going to assume that mm-hmm. uh, no. you don't want... Wait, you disagree or you agree? No, I don't. I don't. I don't disagree. Oh, okay. Okay. So, I, I again... If if I could have my preference, that would be the outcome. Everybody hugs, we kiss, we make up, and we go back to being a happy family. But, and part of me does understand this, at least partly from their point of view, that Mourinho, and now this is coming from, again, people connected to Rick Harsdorp, that Jose Mourinho was so critical, so definitive, in his words, so harsh. And if we're going to be honest, he didn't name Karsdorp explicitly, but he did purge him pretty pretty heavily. And even if he didn't use Karsdorp's name explicitly, the fact that he wasn't called up against Torino, we, <laughs> if, if you didn't know before, well, the fact that he wasn't called up or playing or even in the country when Roma were playing Torino, that really answers and clears all doubt at that point. Um, nonetheless, they they think that because of how harsh and how strongly um, Jose Mourinho came out against Ricardo, that there has to be, you know, there has to be some sort of public-facing statement saying not that we were incorrect, but we could have been more uh, more appropriate in our approach with uh, with the criticism perhaps we didn't have to be so strong in our use of words or phrases i don't know exactly the kind of uh, 
vernacular that would please them. But one of the things that they did that that people connected to Karstorp were saying is that they want something in the form of a public apology. Now, again, I didn't have the heart to tell them this, but I would say the odds of that happening are close to zero. And it's not that they were drawing a hard line, but there has to be some sort of, again, public, uh, public display. Uh, public display of like affection i can't think of a better i can't think of a better phrase than that well i think like the idea so the idea basically is you put it out there you're gonna also put out this thing right like you 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 made the public remark regarding a player you're gonna make another public remark in in defense of that player right like that's like, uh, you know, you eye for an eye, basically. I mean, you, sure. you did that, I, I now think, you come out and you do this. You, well, to be honest with you, I I, I think more so the, the biggest issue is not that it was public. I, I think it was the degree in which he went. I won't say that Jose Mourinho went out of his way to criticize Garsdorp, but I think we would both agree the manner in which he did Certainly in his time at Roma, the only other time I think would even come close is what happened against Baldo. And it wasn't one individual that he purged. He purged, uh, what, seven of the 11 who, who stepped foot onto the pitch that evening. So I think the issue that they have is, okay, it's one thing to to speak of a team this way. It's one thing to talk about multiple guys this way. But when you individualize the statement you call out one guy and you place the blame of the defeat and again i i do to at least a certain extent i do i do sympathize with him where and this is this is not quote for quote uh, verbatim exactly what they said but they said something along the lines of you know, you didn't hear them in that post-match. You didn't hear Jose Mourinho speak of missed uh, missed goal opportunities. You didn't hear him speak of missed shots. You didn't hear him speak of misplayed passes that had the potential to lead to a goal. You only heard him uh, reference this one guy, and it was in his mind a perceived lack of uh, effort, attitude, whatever it may be. I think Beyond the fact that it was a very public uh, flogging of Rick Karsdorp, I think, too, it was we're not going to take into account these other factors that led to this result. We're only going to look at this one thing and we're going to place the blame 100 percent on that. I think beyond, again, the, the harshness of the statement, that is the thing that they take issue with. And I, you know, I... I... I, we went over this. I, I think ultimately the 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 Mourinho's words in the aftermath of Sassuolo Roma served a different purpose. Now, it always these things always de- depend on how the receiving party takes these words, you know. Because I mean, you you look at the different reactions that, for example, someone like Maras Kumbula had to what what Mourinho said after Bodo the Bodo debacle, and uh, somebody like Gonzalo Villar. One faded away, the other one sort of reemerged afterwards after taking some time to work on himself and blah, blah, blah. Now, 
the you know the fact that Carzer may um, may have interpreted and 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 felt very strongly about this is per is completely in his right and i don't I, at the same time i think these are remarks that we have to expect from somebody like Mourinho maybe he didn't expect it because their relationship was was different and then Mourinho take made a u-turn uh, after Sassuolo and went you know really strongly at him for 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 um for something that he he noticed was wrong on the pitch and and so on and so on but ultimately ultimately what I'm trying to say is that it there has to obviously there has to be a, a point where both sides you know meet meet each other you know halfway because the player can be suffering and uh, and that is um, that is unfortunate and that should be taken care of and uh, the team should the club should make an effort to um, to make him understand that uh, you know we are with you and this is not worth your health and and um, listen if this go, if that if if this goes beyond the pitch, then it's uh, it's it's our bad. Um, but it has this. This is a you know it, it takes two to tango. Um, the ideal would be to resolve this and and then do what's best for the player. Because if right. if, if there is mental health at stake, then it has to focus has to be on the player. Um, otherwise, there has to be a solution that benefits both both parties and. These are things I think that that happen. Um, the fact that this is getting so much publicity, so much traction, is perhaps also when it happens. It happens right before the international break. It happens right before January. There is more time to to think about this, to let it sit, to let it become also subject to very several rumors. I mean, how many rumors have we seen linking Karsdorp with with specific teams and uh, specific um, terms and conditions? And is he in Amsterdam? Is he not in Amsterdam? Is he back in the in Rome? Is he undergoing medical checks? Is he not undergoing medical checks? I mean, all of this is... Um, it becomes very unnecessary due to the bad timing of it. Uh, I just think these are things that that we have have come to expect from Mourinho. The fact that it the target became Karsdorp makes this uh, makes this louder than it should be. Um, because I think uh, that Mourinho has been just as harsh in certain instances with somebody like like Tammy Abraham, but probably there the relationship is different. So it all depends. Every time these things, especially with Mourinho, if you look at his history, I mean, you look at the relationships he's had over the years with very different players, they're very different, just like the players. I mean, you have somebody like John Terry who who adores him and is willing, publicly said he's willing to die for him. Uh, to to guys like uh, Anthony Martial, you know, who 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 can't stand him and uh, who consider him basically the biggest enemy and of their uh, in their career, right? And uh, and so it always depends on the personality, on the player that is involved, on the re- existing relationship. Um, I really don't know what what else can, we can add to this. Um, just that we hope that. It, you know there is a positive out outcome for for the player, uh, and if he's suffering, that he gets better, and uh, and and for Roma, um, and for just the whole situation to be mended because this is clearly unnecessary, especially a time like this. You know, uh, had it happened earlier, probably you would have had more opportunities to face 
you know, each other. Um, the fact that, you know, Roma, the international break starts and Roma go directly to Japan doesn't really help. You, you, your top level management is gone. You have nobody to talk to really face to face. Um, the player is on vacation. You know, it's 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 unfortunate, um, but it has to be at some point resolved. And then a decision has to be made. What's best? You want to leave? Fine. We'll find you a solution. You want to stay? Great. We'll try and reintegrate you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, well, we've made it almost 25 minutes. I don't know really what else there is to discuss beyond what we've already been to. Hey, man, it's been 12 years without Leslie Nielsen. I know mm. it's, it's a weird shout-out, but I just want to say... 12 years without Leslie Nielsen. It's been a 12 years of a world that's been very, very unfunny without him. Uh, the Naked Gun trilogy, history. You were going to say Mr. Magoo. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying Airplane. I'm saying Naked Gun. You know, I mean, Good I'm movie, saying Naked lines Gun, like, yeah. oh, nice beaver. You know, I mean, it's uh, nobody. Nobody could do it like him. So I'm just filling in the silence. You know, if people are, are are down, you know, and if they're watching this World Cup and they say, this is not really my thing. If they're watching Roma uh, draw 3-3 with Yokohama Marinos, Arigoto gozaimasu. They can, that's my that's my Japanese right there. Yeah, uh, that, they, you actually they pronounced can, it pretty <laughs> Pretty decent, I have to say. I know. Thank you. I've been. I. I've just watched a lot of Lost in Translation, so I. I'm mm. just. Uh, I identify very strongly with Bill Murray getting lost in Tokyo. But if you if you're down, if you are not in the mood for football, then Pavin Naked Gun trilogy. I assure you, you're gonna have the time of your life, um, and uh, and you're gonna uh, remember forever one of our greatest comedians in Leslie Nielsen, the man who could. I think he, he, I mean, pretty much invented the the fart joke. He he would have a fart machine. He, he would did, go yes. on talk shows with the <laughs> fart machine. So if if you if you haven't seen, look it up. There's on YouTube clips of it. He was just the master. So without him, you you probably don't have a lot of uh, a lot of other comedians like uh, you know Chris Farley and uh, Adam Sandler and whatever. All that all that all those guys from the late '90s to 2000s. That's that's all Leslie Nielsen's heritage. So I just had to make a shout out and see we got two extra minutes of, of content yes. right there. Um, so. I'm trying to think, as far as the Roma players in the World Cup, we have Zalewski, we have Dybala. Vigna and Rui we Patricio. Have, four. We got four. We, have, it's, we are <laughs> pathetic, but we got four. <laughs> well, well, well I, I guess the one thing I wanted to get to was, obviously, Dybala is the one that most are going to be looking at. He hasn't played the first two matches so that's about as good as you could have hoped for that things didn't get so bad for argentina that they felt the need to put him uh, put him out there and risk him now i will say i think it's wednesday or thursday let me see how much time i can kill and not create any silence as i look this up on my phone okay so poland argentina is indeed on wednesday i will probably watch that in its entirety 
can't imagine that Paolo Dybala would be playing in that one either. I will be interest, interested yeah. to see if Zalewski uh, makes it back into uh, Poland's starting uh, mm. 11 again. Mm. I don't know. Vinya. So. <laughs> talk about <laughs> yeah. a very weird... Um, Vinya makes test. the best mate, man. He's, he's, the, he's the moral support guy. He is the help desk. You know, I'm pretty sure that the, the, the Uruguay players, whenever they have a nightmare or, you know, have like a tummy ache, they get up, they call up Vinya. He comes on with the Made, with the pillow, with, with a with a movie. Everybody loves him. And, you know, he's there. He's 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 got his international career going. So well, yeah, and then we also have Rui Patricio. He's he's been playing the role of a spectator so far in this one, although yeah. um I mean the error. Or I should say, the goal that uh, Portugal nearly conceded. Did you see that one that they nearly conceded? That was the, the most end? Roma thing I've ever seen that, in that, on an international. That was exactly tournament. what I was about to say. Yeah, I mean, the chance that, to tie it, the chance to keep yourself alive. The the goalkeeper gifts it to you. The goalkeeper is not even. He's just. He's actually an accessory to murder the goalkeeper, right. and you still fumble it. It's unbelievable! Unbelievable. Um, I only would have expected something like that to happen to to Roma. And the fact that after the match, I, I don't know if you watched uh, much after full time, but the the poor guy, Diogo Costa, I mean, he looked mm-hmm. like he died even though they had won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it will it, do it that looks, to you. I, I mean, I felt so poorly for that guy. Um We've but seen that too many times with the likes of uh, Paul Lopez and uh, Robin Olsen. I mean, we've seen that that same, that, you know, that face of when the 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 degree of the the extent, uh, the the gravity of the mistake takes a hold of you, and you realize what what you could have done with that mistake, what it could have led to, and you're just uh, absolutely. You know, distraught. You're just distraught. You know, it, 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 somebody like it, it collapses. I think it it hurts you even more when you're confronted with that possibility because you were having a good game, and then comes that crucial moment where you have to show that what you're capable of, and you mess it up, and you you put the team at risk. That has to hurt because then, okay, you didn't let it in. But you're not really giving your team a sense of security, you know. So it's um, it, that had to be that had to be terrible, and it was uh, a great reminder of uh, of of the days that we we shared the same feeling um, with uh, with the players that I mentioned in goal. Well, I, I I was if if I knew we were going to go down this path, I would have have I would have uploaded the audio from it. Because in in honor of uh, Uruguay playing, our good friend Mauro Goicochea, who had in his very brief time, I, I did he play more than the one season at Roma beyond the one of Zeman? I'm I'm trying to I don't, I don't think he did, mm. but in that brief time, I can think of at least two to three of some of the worst, most embarrassing mm. errors yeah. that a goalkeeper could ever concede and he, it makes it all the better that the fact that 
He only came to Roma because Zeman liked the way he would hoof the ball forward and restart the play very quickly. Um, He's back in Uruguay, by the way. He's back in Uruguay. He's 34 years old. He's back in Uruguay. He's back... He was Last yeah. Time he was I at Roma. Him, he was playing in France. You know, so he was, he's back no, no, in Uruguay. He was, now. Yeah, yeah. He finished. He, he's done with Toulouse. Yeah, he was in Toulouse in six years. At Toulouse, he got twenty appearances. Wow, good uh, for him. With Roma, he got fifteen appearances between mm. two thousand twelve and two thousand thirteen. Yeah, the one so. against Cagliari is one of the most spectacular mistakes. Yeah, yeah. that you will ever see a goalkeeper commit and it's even more funny when you consider i you will look at the video and you will already laugh at yourself but anybody who reads our website especially since jose Mourinho arrived will know that one former manager who i have already uh, mentioned zeman zdenek he got sacked. People don't remember this part of the story, but after Goicochea committed that error, yeah, he was literally yeah, yeah, sacked. Yeah. And, um, and and mind that you, match. and Stecklenburg was reinstated. So, which is not saying much because it's like it's like Mirante replacing Olsen. It's like Mirante replacing Olsen. You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's not that big of a of a quality leap. I mean, it's Stecklenburg at Roma is. Um, Disappointing. Goicochea is embarrassing. The, but the gap between the two is really not that big. <laughs> so imagine for Goicochea to be just so bad that a, an injured Stekelenberg who returns from injury banged up, um, the Stekelenberg that couldn't speak a lick of Italian uh, not, goes in, back in like goal. And years, compared that to you, is doing better. So Yes. I, I, I will never understand. Is it a... Th- we need to get some of our friends from the Netherlands on here to explain to us what's going on because Stecklenburg, uh, Karsdorp, who his is even more ridiculous when you consider he's married to an Italian. So I, I, I yeah, I don't know. And, how and also, Vinaldum is not really doing the great that great effort of. Um, I mean, uh, he's just uh, the only times I see him is he's posting like uh, videos of himself with that beautiful smile of his. Um, yes. But, not in Italy. He, he, he's um he's not really the guy, kind of guy that uh, went to Italy and uh, actually embraced being <laughs> there. And you know, oh, I'm away from the from the clouds and the rain of the Netherlands. And before the haters get at me, I've I lived in the Netherlands for three years. I know what the weather is. It's not pleasant. <laughs> so these guys are just so in love with their country. I mean, they are the biggest patriots I've ever seen. It's unbelievable. You And uh, I was even reading an, an interview with Wijnaldum. He made it sound like his family is in Baghdad or something. He was like, oh, it's so tough now that I'm back because he was back for like a two-week stretch to like undergo some recovery steps with with the roma's medical stuff he was like in an interview with the dutch outlet he was like oh, this is so tough you know i'm away from my family and i can't see them and this really hurts me and it's really tough and i don't know if i'm gonna make it and it's it's one of the most difficult things i've had to face i mean dude you know i mean it's a plane from Rome to Amsterdam probably takes less than two hours. So yeah, I was about to say, okay. is it they even don't... an hour and a half? I would... They're not. They're not sending airstrikes on Amsterdam, okay, my dude. So it's fine. It's uh, here. You got enjoy your enjoy your pasta, la gricia, matriciana, whatever. You're not. 
nobody nobody's missing Heineken. You know, the world can go without Heineken. It's fine. Enjoy life in Rome. No, they have to go back to Rotterdam or Amsterdam, whatever they want. And uh, it's uh, it's I don't know what it is. I don't know these uh, these Dutch players, man. There's um, there's really something about them that makes them so patriotic that they just can't, for the life of them, be in an environment that does not scream Netherlands, Netherlands. Mm. Well, there has to be something because in the time that you were talking, I Googled it and Stecklenburg is still playing. How in the world is that yeah. even possible? But he was even on the national team not so long ago. That's alarming. I know. Yeah. For so many reasons. I'm pretty so sure many, I'm pretty sure he was wow. at the Euro. Um I'm pretty sure he was at the Euro. So That's fantastic. That's fantastic. <laughs> okay. All right. Well if there was. Uh, there's very few opportunities we will have to play it out on uh, Stecklenburg subjects. So I'm going to take this. All right, everyone. We'll be back later this week talking about I have no idea what. Hopefully something happens somewhat interesting this week in these matches. Um, I, I mean, the match is still going on right now between uh, Uruguay and, and Portugal. Maybe... Th- Patricio and Vina, they can, uh, you know, get off Flash the bench and, and have, start yeah, 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 fighting a, just something because this is it's zero to zero currently. So we uh, need Vina. We need brutal, Vina. brutal. Okay, everyone, chat with you again in a few days. Until then, ciao.